Welcome to our Christmas service once again. Indeed, it is so good and so wonderful to see so many of you here with us this evening. And for those who are tuning in online, welcome to our Christmas service. Just before we go a bit further, on your hand, I believe, is the LED candlelight, tea light that you come in. As you come in, you'll be given one small tea light candle. And um, for most of you, you will see a switch at the back. Just push it right to the end and it will, the light will come off. For some of you, it's the little round one. Just turn it gently and the light will come on. Don't turn it on now. We will turn it at the end of the service where we will dim the lights and we will sing some Christmas carols. You know, I do not know about you. For some of us, Christmas, we, we celebrate in different ways. For me, it is a wonderful time of the year and it's a time where the whole world celebrates and remembers the birthday of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's a, it's a festive season that is, that is observed worldwide. For us in Singapore, when we see the lights at Orchard Road lit up, huh? and Christmas carols being played in the shopping mall, and we say, oh, Christmas is coming. Time to buy presents or time to go shopping. And, we, and some people plan holiday to go overseas. At times like that, we got to be careful when we travel, yeah? And plans are made to have a family meal. And we celebrate in different ways. But it's a wonderful time for family to get together. This evening, we're going to visit a very special family. We're going to special, who is going to share with us a very special family moment that they have together. So I'm going to invite you to sit back and just enjoy as we peek into the living room of this family. Right boys, it's Christmas again and it's a special time for all of us. Andrew? Christmas is a time of receiving gifts. Actually, it's a time for giving gifts. You're both lost. Christmas is a time for thanksgiving. Actually, Christmas is a time to remember God's love for us. Yeah, Christmas is a wonderful time and for uh, most people, they take the opportunity during Christmas and the Christmas period to have parties, to buy, to go shopping, to generally have a good time. For others, they feel that they've been working the whole year for students. They feel they've been studying hard the full, the full year. So they want to relax, let their hair down. But for Christians, Christmas is a special occasion. It has got special meaning and significance. That's why we have five candles to symbolize the different meanings attached to Christmas. Ian, would you like to start with the first candle? Of course. So the first candle, the purple candle, candle of hope. To me, the candle of hope signifies the promises that were told to us many years ago by God that foretold of Jesus coming. 
these promises were fulfilled in the Bible and now the candle of hope symbolizes to many Christians the beacon and the light that is Christ uh, and that is his message that can be a uh, comforting message to those of us who are struggling. Isaiah uh, verses 60, no, Isaiah chapter 60 verses uh, 1 through 3 read, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and His glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. This is the candle of hope. The second purple candle, the candle of the way, reminds us that we are sinners, lost in sin in this dark world. Jesus is the light brought into this world to bring us out of the darkness. As we light the second candle, we are reminded to prepare ourselves to receive God. It's stated in Matthew 3 verses 1 and 2 that in those times John the Baptist came to the desert of Judea preaching and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. And it's also, Jesus also said in John 14 verse 6 that I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the candle of the way. The third candle, the pink candle, the candle of joy. We are called the angels coming down and joyfully singing about Christ's birth, the joy that is pure and lasting, and that can be found in Jesus Christ. It says in Isaiah 35 verse 10, And the ransomed of the Lord will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them and sorrow and sighing will flee away. This is the candle of joy. The fourth candle, also a purple candle, is the candle of love. God loved the world so much, in fact, enough to send His Son, Jesus, to the earth and He comes to give us peace and love. And we can't find it elsewhere. There's no substitute. It can only be found in Jesus. And that is the gift we have at Christmas. And we read from the book of Isaiah as well. Chapter 9, verses 6 to 7. It says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. So the fourth candle, as I light now, is the candle of love.
The first candle <coughs> is the white candle. It's the Christ candle. It symbolizes a few things. <coughs> first, Christ's birth. Because with Christ's birth, there was hope. There was hope of redemption. That Christ came to redeem man from sin. There's also fulfillment of prophecy. That with his birth, and with his coming into this world to redeem man from sin, at the end of our lives as Christians, we would return to God. That's a promise that has been made. That is the Christ candle. Um, <clears throat> there is a verse. <clears throat> which accompanies the Christ candle from John 3, 16 and 17 and it says For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son to the world to condemn the world but in order that the world might be saved through Him. And that is the Christ candle. Now boys, let's sing a birthday song too. Jesus. We've got the cake Come. to celebrate. Thank you. Right. Welcome. Happy birthday to you. We can sing along. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Jesus. Happy birthday to you. Amen. We will leave them to enjoy their special cake. Thank you very much, the De Cruz family. Let's give them a round of applause for sharing this moment with us. Oh, yeah. So we have lit the five candles in the De Cruz family, and we have also done this here. So they're all together. Candles? How many candles were there? Five candles. How many colors were there? Three colors. What are the colors? Purple, pink, and white. Okay, pink. Some, some people like to use red. Christmas is a season that is filled with colors. You walk along Orchard Road, you go into, you Google Christmas, background, and all the colors are there. But there is one color that is not reflected in the candles. Anyone spotted the color? The color that's very common for Christmas. It's a Christmas color. Yes, clever. Green color is the color of the reef, right? Green is the color that we see every day. You walk along the streets, you see green. You see green on the leaves of the tree, of a healthy tree. You see green when you go to the market to buy vegetables. So green is a very interesting color. It's a, it's a color that signifies life and it signifies growth. We all know that in, the, in those countries that have four seasons, sometimes we do see uh, uh, in, in the trees that we, we look at every day and trees, uh, the leaves of fall, change of season. Okay? And in the church calendar, the color greens represents also hope and peace. 
So we see that on, on Holy Communion Sundays, on weeks that we have Holy Communion, you will see that particular colour on the altar. You, had, you will see different colour for different seasons. The meaning and the sequence of the candles may vary, but they all climax at the Christ candle. This year in, in our church, in All Saints Church, we have introduced what we call the Advent candles. The same, the lighting of the five candles. And we, we lighted the first candle at the end of November. As we go through the meaning of each of the candles and the colours of the candle, may we find comfort, may we find encouragement especially in this challenging time in the world today. The first candle that was lighted was the purple candle. And you all will remember that over in our church, we call it the candle of peace. Purple, I'm not sure what does the color purple means to you. Purple always reminds me of royalty, reminds me of kingship. And one of the titles that is given to our Lord Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. The Bible tells us in Philippians, in Philippians chapter 2, it says Jesus, that God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that the name of, so at the name of Jesus Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. So Jesus is the King of kings and his name is above all names. And because Jesus is the King of kings, he's able to give us real peace. Real peace. In times when we meet challenges in life, our hearts are often filled with anxieties of all kinds. And we desperately, we desperately need to have God giving us His peace. And, in the, and we all learn that the word peace in the Hebrew language is the word shalom. And the, and the word shalom carries with it the meaning of wellness and soundness. So when you greet someone shalom, which is a common Christian greeting, when you greet somebody shalom, you are, you are greeting the person health, peace, and wellness as well. So today, I would like you to turn to someone on the right and on your left and say, shalom. Shalom, yes. Shalom. And it is only the Prince of Peace that can give us this perfect peace, especially in challenging times like that. Then the second candle that we lead here is the candle of love, which is represented by another purple candle. The color purple, of course, means kingship. And it also carries with it the idea of strength, the idea of transformation, and the idea of power. Of course, kingship got power, got strength as well. And so aptly, the candle of love. Because why? We all know that love gives us the strength, gives us the strength and the power to change, change for the better, especially 
in our character. We hope that when we pray for someone, when we, when we love someone and we see a bad behaviour, we hope that the person changed for the better and we love the person. We love the person. As we receive the love of God in our lives, His love will melt away our bitterness and His love will melt away our pain as well as the, giving us the strength to overcome our bad habits and even to change our bad behaviour. And also love enables us to reach out to the people around us. So you and I so need the love of God to to touch us so deeply. In first John, in first John chapter four, it says this So we have come to know and to believe that the love that God has for us have, have for us, that God is love, and that whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. And God's love is unconditional. And God's love is unchanging. So when we have the love of God in our hearts, our hearts naturally filled with joy, which is the third candle that we light, the candle of joy, which is represented by the pink candle that we light a few weeks ago. And sometimes in some some people like to use a red candle instead of a pink candle. And we, and we know we often associate the, the colour pink or red with what? With celebration of some sort. Many of us believe that red is, a, is an auspicious colour. We all Chinese, huh? we all Chinese New Year, we wear red. Huh? Uh, today I'm wearing red huh? because it's an auspicious colour. And celebrations are always joyful occasions. Weddings, birthdays, birth of a baby, or celebrating new milestones in our lives. Christians not only associate red with celebration, we also associate red with the colour of the blood of Jesus. So when we, when we have the altar cloth as red, we remember that Jesus went to the cross for us and died for us and shed his blood for us to redeem us from our sin, from our wrongdoing, and to give us the gift of life eternal, which of course brings us great joy in our hearts. You know, in the Gospel of John, Gospel of John is a very interesting gospel. If you have not read the Bible before, I encourage you to read this gospel, the Gospel of John. Jesus was talking about the need to abide in God's love and loving one another. And then, in, then he came to verse 11. And verse 11, he said, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. Therefore, it is the joy of Jesus that he wants to give us. And we all know this very famous verse in the Bible that say, the joy of the Lord is our... Hello? The joy of the Lord is our... Strength. strength. I can only hear one voice. Like. Let's say it again. The joy of the Lord is our... Strength. 
Strength, amen. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's not the joy of Pastor Darren, Pastor Gilbert, or, or Ken, who sings the song, Unspeakable Joy. No, it's the joy of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the joy of God. So he says that my joy may be in you, that your joy may be full. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's not a temporary kind of joy, but it's a joy that is in us, given to us, and no one can steal that away from us. When we stand on the word of Jesus that gives us peace, his love, and his joy, we can rest in him, and he gave us hope. And that's the fourth candle that we light last week. Hope, as we all know, is something that is forward-looking. When you say you hope for something, you hope for something in the future, right? Not yesterday and not today, but it's the future. And, and hope kind of lifts our spirit to look forward to something good and wonderful ahead. In the days to come, it may be tomorrow or something exciting to happen that will bring gladness and delight to our heart. Every one of us needs hope to go forward in life, especially when we feel downcast, when we are in a dark patch or in a dark tunnel, and when we feel that we are going through challenges in life. We cannot see light at the end of the tunnel. We feel downcast. The verse that was read to us last week was from Psalms 42, and it says, and the psalmist encouraged us, says, Why are you so downcast, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. When we are downcast, we are encouraged to look up and look to God. And then God will lift up our spirit. We are encouraged to put our hope in the sovereign, almighty God. When we, and when we do that, our heart is gladdened and we can move forward knowing that our God is in charge, knowing that God loves us and desires the best for us. His ways and His thoughts are always higher than ours because He's God, our Father, and He wants the best for us. Then, there is a very interesting candle that the De Cruz family light. The candle of the way. I think the idea to remember that Jesus is the way is a very interesting one. It's a very special one, especially during this Christmas season. And Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. It is so rightly so that during Christmas, we remember the way to our holy God is through our Lord Jesus Christ, who alone can give us the gift of salvation. And that leads me to the final candle, the last candle, the white candle. White, as we all know, is the color of purity. And most cultures and races would affirm this. And all of the four candles climax at this Christ candle. <coughs> Without the Christ candle, 
Without the Christ candle, all the other candles have no meaning. <coughs> Sorry, give me a minute. <clears throat> so, without the Christ candle, all the other candles will have no meaning. The passage that was read to us earlier, let's look at it again. From verse 8 onwards, it says, Luke 2 verse 8 to 14. It says this, In the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. The glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. You see joy? That will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. And you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he pleased. You see, surrounding the birth of Jesus, there was such great fanfare. The angels came on earth with an angelic announcement about the birth of Jesus. So, Jesus' coming must have been very important. Jesus' coming was important to all of us, to all the, for, the, for all human beings, for mankind. And the angel says, announced that the Savior, that a Savior was born, who is Christ the Lord. You know, in the Hebrew language, the word Christ is the word Messiah. And the word Messiah means the anointed one, or the chosen one. Jesus was anointed. Jesus was chosen by God to come to this earth to offer to us all that the candles represent. Peace, love, joy, hope. And as I think about the Christ candle, I'm also reminded of what Jesus said. In John, in the book of, in the Gospel of John chapter 8, Jesus said this, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Jesus came to give us light so that we will not walk in darkness. What do you do when you go to a place that is, that is dark, a room that is dark? You flip on the light and the darkness disappears. But Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. Especially in a world today where we face uncertainty of all kinds, which gives us fear of all sorts. We need the light of Christ to shine through to give us warmth and comfort. And we certainly need the light of Christ to shine through to every dark corners of our hearts and give us a clear direction as we journey on in this life. The light of life that Jesus talked about 
is not just giving us direction or giving us clear direction, but he also means the eternal life. The verse that was quoted for the Christ candle earlier in the video, it comes from John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have what life? Eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that in order that the world through him might be saved through him. This is eternal life. This is everlasting life. It is not that we will not die one day, you know. We will not die physically. Yes, physical death is part and parcel of our life on earth. We all know that our body deteriorates and fails as we grow younger, no, as we grow older. And, this, and then we expire. My Bible school lecturer tells us that all of us, not just canned food has expiry date, we all have an expiry date, expiry date by, our, uh, by our Creator. And no one knows the expiry date except the Creator. So we will expire here on earth. But this eternal life, this everlasting life is talking about life after our physical death. It is about spending eternity with God in heaven. Everlasting life. And in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin. This sounds like old language, wages. And we all know that wages is salary, yeah? something that you get paid for when you work. So we all, we all live in darkness. We all live in sin, all our wrongdoings. And we need someone to come and deliver us from our wrongdoings, from this, physic, for, from this spiritual death, from this eternal death. So death is not talking just about the physical death that every human being will experience one day, but it's talking about the eternal death, the eternal separation from God. God can give us peace, love, joy, eternal life, a life that is with meaning, a life that is abundant, in verse 17 of John 3, he says that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Saved from what? Saved from this eternal death. God, our creator, sent Jesus to save us from this eternal death, to save us from being condemned to this eternal punishment that the wages of sin is. His desire is for you and me to spend eternity with Him. He has promises that He has gone before us to, to prepare a place for us. And if we believe in Him, we receive Him, we can spend eternity with Him. 
And you and I are the reason that Jesus came to this earth. Jesus was anointed and chosen to give us the light of life, the eternal life, and also all that we talk about this evening. Jesus is the way, the real peace, the real joy. And Jesus is the way that can bring us back to God. And Jesus can, the love of God that embraces us and the way of hope, the hope in Him. Jesus love God loves you, and His love is unconditional, and His love is unchanging. The invitation to receive this eternal life is for each one of you. The gift of eternal life is for everyone who believes. For God so loved the world. We are all, you and me are part of this world, that he came to die on the cross for us, to give us the eternal life. I'm going to invite all of you to close your eyes right now, where you are. If there's anyone here who would say to me, Pastor Mabel, I would like to receive that real joy I would like to receive that real peace. I would like to experience the love of God. And I would like to have hope that only Jesus can give. And I would like to have this eternal life that you talk about. Wherever you are, if you would like to receive this gift of eternal life, I'm going to ask you where you are to stretch your hand real high and say, yes, not for me to see, but for Jesus to see. And say, I want that real life, real joy, real peace. And I want that eternal life. No one on your left and right is looking. If you are the one, I would like to pray for you. Would you raise your hand up high and wave at me? Yes, thank you, Jesus. I see that hand. Yes, I see that hand. Thank you. Praise you, Jesus. Is there anyone else? I'm going to wait for another couple of moments. I'm going to pray. Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone else? Wherever you are, Christmas is not Christmas until it happens in your heart. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to pray. If you are too shy to lift your hands, you can pray this prayer with me. And if you have said this prayer, I'm going to ask you to let the person who brought you to this to our church tell the person and you can be in touch. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for coming 
to this earth for me. Thank you for the gift of eternal life. Thank you for life everlasting. Today, on this Christmas day, 2021, I would like to invite you into my life. Yes, on this day, I would like to invite you, Jesus, into my life to save me from my own wrongdoing because I acknowledge that you are Christ, the Savior, who has come to save me. Please come into my life, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, I pray. So, Father, we want to thank you for this season of Christmas. Thank you that your word tells us that you said you love us so much that you sent your son Jesus to give us eternal life. That you have sent your son Jesus not to condemn us, but to save us because you love us so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray.